I found a new place to dwell. Well, it's stand at the end of Lonely Street, that heartbreak hotel. Do, do it with the harmony parts. Right. Well, since, since my, my baby, baby... The same key, though, I think. Well, since, since my, my baby, baby left, left me... If I'm going... Since my baby left me, me... No, you can't hit that note. Since my, mm, since my baby left me... Well, I've well, found, I found a new place to dwell. That's all right. Not well, really, not really. Well, think, well, well, it sounds raga. You don't want to go raga on no, this. No, not on this, it don't. It does. Well, since my baby it sounds left fucking barbershop. Me. Well, don't, hey. Barbershop well, raga. Watch the, watch the language. It's a new hybrid. It's a king. Sorry. Oh, this is thoroughly depressing. Well, it really puts perspective on things, though, doesn't it? Not too know? much. There's well, too much fucking perspective now. <laughs> I like to watch, Eve. What do you mean, I like to watch? I like to watch. I'm Don Hall. This is Donnie Smith. And this is the I Like to Watch podcast. We've uh, we've been uh, we've had some scheduling situation so we haven't actually talked for a couple of weeks now yeah it's been a couple of yeah two a couple two three weeks two two three weeks two, since three we did weeks. the uh what was it, the lobster no swingers it was swingers. No, that's what it was yeah it's yeah. a good one yeah yeah it was that was good that was a lot of fun um and uh and and so what's been going on what's been going on in la la land i mean for you I, for donnie I, smith well, you know, that, strike land, strike land. I don't know. I mean, not, I mean, nothing for me. I, you know, uh, my daughter started preschool, uh, uh, like what, what, two weeks ago? That this is her second week. Yeah, this is her second week of fucking preschool. So, all right. So that was pretty fucking cool. Uh, she's doing the beginning her- of institutional. Uh, uh, no, not quite, not, quite, not, not, well, not quite institutional for us. Uh, she's going to something that's called a nature school, farm school. Uh, it's at her favorite giant park. It's called Kenneth Hahn State Park, and uh, they meet outside. And there's like there's like four kids. There's like four kids in her little class. And, you know, I, they do, you know, they do cool nature shit. It's and, great, and when yeah. you tell me things like that, then it it, yeah. it just brings home that you live in California. It, I mean, and, you know, look, and, and I appreciate it. I appreciate yeah. it. I you know, you bust. Here in Kansas, here in Kansas, if you go to that kind of school, it's basically known as ranch work, and so you're just going to work on the ranch. Yeah, fair enough. But you know, uh, my wife and I both grew up. uh, She's from Miami. I'm from Chicago, and you know, you're both kind of like you know, you're shoved into a four wall fucking classroom. You know, starting whatever age, three, four, five years old, and then you know, until you're fucking into college. And even through college, you know, for the most part. And then, and then after, you know, after, then after college. college, you're stuck in a fucking cubicle somewhere, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But, like, you know, you're stuck with fucking four walls around you. We're, we have the opportunity to give her this experience where for three days a week, uh, for one full year, she's going to be outside. And it's nice to live in a fucking temperate climate where we can do that. Yeah, where you can you know, do that. Yeah. You know? 
Yeah, I mean, I bust balls. Like, it's great. Like, I even. No, I, I think it's great. No, but I've heard about it. It's awesome. Like, what is this hippy dippy bullshit? You know it's what I mean? some, it is definitely hippy dippy bullshit. Yeah. However, it, I, I actually want to back up. It's hippy dippy. I don't, I, I don't actually think it's bullshit. It's not. It's not. The only, not. the only thing, yeah. the only thing, and this is not uh, coming from any sort of parental uh, experience, but coming from someone who taught kindergarten first grade, second grade, third grade at, at one point. Uh, one of the things that I would suggest, and you guys can figure out how you're going to do it, especially if her preschool is sort of like this free range rabbit farm. Um, the transition, what I always noticed with the kids going from kindergarten, which is sort of like, hey, let's take naps and, you know, and let's have circles on the floor and, you know, we have snacks, all this kind of stuff. And then all of a sudden, Kids in to go from kindergarten to first grade, and first grade is sit at the desk. Yeah, there's a structure, and and my experience watching that happen for at least three years that I taught that age group was those fucking first graders have a one hell of a time adapting. It's just so hard for them, and sure. and and it becomes nasty. So what I would suggest is one of the things I suggested to all my parents of the kindergarten students I had is start giving them opportunities to understand, okay, you're going to sit here and you need to sit here until I tell you, you know, you just kind of work them in so that, that when they get there, it's not just, you know, we don't need no education. Look, I mean, that's part of the reason why we wanted to put her into pre-K. Yeah. uh, You know, just to start socializing, you know, like, yeah. She's, she's had enough time with the old man here, you know, like let her start socializing with little kids. And, um, yeah, I, you know, my wife is a teacher. She teaches, you know, uh, elementary. Yeah, she knows. So like, you know, I, she yeah, gets it. I, you know, one of the big things that we do with, with, uh, our, our daughter Matilda is, uh, we talk everything. We talk everything through with her. Um, when we when we first went on a flight, her first flight was to uh, Puerto Vallarta in Mexico, right? So, the weeks leading up to it is is talking her through it. This is what we're going to do. This is where we're going to go. This is the experience. It's what's going to happen. And then as we go through the experience, this is what's happening. This is what we're doing. This is what we're going to do. And this is what it's. Gonna so I really, I really so, would love it if you would teach her the wrong. That's the Steve Martin bit. Where you teach mm-hmm. her the wrong words so that when she actually does get in there and she's dealing with like a whole bunch of other children and teachers, she. She's asking you to go to the bathroom, but what she's really talking about is peanut brittle. And she thinks I want some peanut brittle means I need to go to the bathroom. I, I just think that's the funniest joke you can play on a child. I just love it. Yeah, that's uh, actually damaging and fucking horrible, probably. So I don't I would prefer not to do that. So but, yeah, yeah, I'm just saying, I'm just saying no, that would. That's great. Yeah. If, if, if I was raising me... someone else's kid, I would Okay, fair, fair. That sounds, that, that sounds fair. Okay. That sounds great. I'm uh, Lieutenant Bob Hoekstrat. Welcome to Lindbergh Air Force Base. This is your gentleman's first visit to a military facility. Yes. Find me. I start by saying how thrilled we are to have you here. We are such fans of your music and all of your records. I'm not speaking of yours personally, but the whole genre of the rock and roll and so many of the exciting things that are happening in music today. And let me explain a bit about what's going on. This is our monthly at ease weekend gives us a chance to kind of let down our hair although i see you all have a head start on it. these haircuts wouldn't pass military muster believe me although i shouldn't talk i my hair's getting a little shaggy too better not get too close to you they'll think i'm part of the band i'm joking of course shall we go in and i'll show you around all right when we were talking about independent films and and, and i like i said i i told you at the time i was very 
supportive of your uh, of your desire to kind of just focus while the yeah. strike's going on, just Thank focus you. on independent films. And I kept I mean, for those for those that are not, you know, that this is off mic. I kept trying to find independent <laughs> films and I would go. Okay, this said they said you know, this on an independent film site. It said this was an independent film, and I'd say, "How right. about this?" And then you'd come back, going, "Nope, nope, nope, nope. that's not independent. Nope. That was financed nope. by this Batman." Right? Yeah. So <laughs> at first, I got a little frustrated. Then went, "All right, this is part of my education, uh, you know, of of being able to track this shit down." Well, it just turned out that uh as a part of my job here in wichita i am a promotions director for five radio stations here in town and one of the partner venues that i like to work with is the orpheum theater which is the oldest theater in wichita kansas it was an, an old opera theater it's like 110 years old yeah what year and, what year that's what i was gonna ask what what yeah it's, it's like a it, 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 i know it's like 1910 yeah, it's like 1910. Yeah, it was a, like a vaudeville house. And it went through great disrepair. It was huge and gorgeous. And then it went through a lot of disrepair in the 70s. It was a porn theater. As they all were. Yeah, in the 80s. In the 80s, it was basically a, a squatter's paradise, you know, because it would close down. Mm -hmm. and, well, they a couple of years, probably about 15 years ago, uh, a, a couple bought the building and they have been slowly but surely made it a nonprofit. They've been slowly renovating it. Well, now... It's not completely renovated, but they show movies in there. They've got live concerts in there. All that kind of you stuff. would say you so, would say it's thriving. It is. It is actually venue. It is a thriving that, venue. It's it's cool. still got some still got some cracks in because, the walls and that kind of stuff. But it's in any major city, it probably would have been fucking raised within the last twenty years, right? I would agree. Fucking condos or something. For condos or something, and exactly. A fucking another a seventeenth Starbucks within yes. five fucking blocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, all right, yeah. cool. But cool. uh, we ended, we ended up doing a we ended up doing a a, 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 a sort of a, a rock and roll with the two rock stations that I represent. We did a we did a sponsorship of a live showing of a movie, okay. and when we were talking about this, it suddenly occurred to me, I'm pretty sure this is an independent film, and so I looked it up, and then I checked with you, I vetted with you, and you were like, yeah, that this is indeed an independent film. <laughs> yeah. I also I also got to show my mother and my sister who had never seen this film before. Ah, brilliant. The first time they got to see this movie, they saw it in a fucking movie theater, like a brilliant. historic movie theater, and they laughed so goddamn hard that people thought there was something wrong with them. <laughs> brilliant. What's the, the movie? movie? This is Spinal Tap from 1984, yeah. the year I graduated high school. Wow. This is Spinal Tap. It's it's uh, uh, here's the thing, and you know this. Uh, in Chicago, for many years, at least 20 years, I dealt with comedy. I was in comedy sports. I worked for Second City. I did Improv Olympic. I and you know a lot of my buddies are, are stand up comedians. This kind of thing. And so, part of it about making me laugh at film or plays or anything else or even stand up for that matter is i i i intellectualize comedy a lot and so mm -hmm. i i can smile i can listen to some stuff i go and i smile i go yeah that's funny mm -hmm. and i and i can go yeah that was that was a really yeah, funny I, movie I, yeah, but maryland does the same shit yeah yeah, yeah. yeah which yeah, and, and, yeah. but but right. not laugh not laugh no. one time no. but no. i can say oh that was a very funny movie yep and then there are the movies or experiences where it doesn't matter how many times I watch it, 
I'm laughing myself to tears every fucking time. The thing about it is I hadn't watched this in a while. And I so I watched it before we showed it at the Orpheum. And I mean, from the minute um, you've got uh, Rob Reiner, you know, as the as the as the documentary director and right. the first for me, the very first fucking laugh. And I can't stop laughing when I, once once that starts. It's just a cascade is when he's standing there and he's talking to the camera and he starts to cross his arms and gets really uncomfortable with his arms <laughs> and crosses and it just fucking cracks me up. I wanted to capture the the sights, the sounds, the smells of a hard-working rock band on the road. And I got that. But I got more. A lot more. But hey, enough of my yakking. What do you say? Let's boogie. From that point yeah. on, I'm laughing at every line <laughs> and every moment. And right. it, it, it is such a sweet, a, a surprisingly sweet movie mm. because it's just about a bunch of fucking dimwits with yeah. dreams you know they, yeah. they just so desperately want to be rock and roll stars and they have been and they can't let it go and they're just kind of they're just dumb as shit but really sweet but, about it but they're really fucking talented is the thing oh yeah and yeah. that's that that to me that to me is what's really trippy so like you you say uh, uh rob reiner's director right marty de Bergi, de Bergi. Right. Yeah. Which yes. is which is a which is a play on Martin Scorsese. Yes, it is. Brian De, Brian De Palma, uh, Steven Spielberg, and the E at the end. The I at the end is like Fellini or you know one of the Italian <laughs> filmmakers, right? Which already is like fucking hilarious, you know. Um, but they're you know to to know that uh, uh, Christopher Guest, Michael McKeon, Harry Shearer all wrote the lyrics uh, and the music. music. Yeah, the music and played the fucking instruments. Oh yeah, for yeah. all of this, and like, they're so good. They're fucking rock stars, man. Yeah, like, yeah. There's no question that it's that fucking good to the point that I think I had never really seen this movie when I was younger. This came out in 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 what was it, 84? 84, 84, 84, Yeah. So I was six years old. I think by the time that I was like getting cognizant of film and watching films and especially comedies, I grew up. You know, we talked about uh, Stripes and Animal House and blah 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 mm -hmm. blah. Like you know, I grew up watching these comedies. I think the time I started watching those movies, somebody I cannot remember who. I wish I could had the vinyl. They had the the, the Spinal <laughs> Tap vinyl. So I thought that this was a documentary about a real rock band like oh, a heavy the, metal but like but like a heavy metal the, band not yes, just a rock, yeah just a rock band but like a heavy metal band like and i yeah. was like yeah i'm not really into that music 
I don't need to watch that doc. I don't need to watch that movie. It's a doc. It's about a band that I like. I don't really like their music. I don't like heavy metal. Blah blah. So it wasn't for like many years. I think it was maybe oh, that's so funny. I mean, it was it was before I saw Waiting for Guffman. But I I cannot even pin. I've been racking my brain. I cannot even pinpoint when I saw this film. Um, maybe it was like after. I don't know because Billy Crystal's in this. Like, there's so many uh, Bruno Dana Billy, Carvey. There's so many. Dana yeah, Carvey, there's so many good people in this movie. I can't remember exactly when I first saw this, but I do remember why I didn't see it sooner. It's because yeah, I yeah. literally thought it, it was a documentary about a heavy metal band, and I was like, one of the, "Yeah, that's not really for me." <laughs> the funniest. Well, one of the funniest things is because I just watched it on the big screen at the Orpheum. Mm-hmm. With with a crowd that was just laughing so hard. How many? How many people? What was the what was the seats? How many? Two hundred. Well, the th- the 100? thing is, there's no there's there's like eleven hundred seats in this. Oh place. shit! All right, wow, nice. But we we only had about eighty show up. Oh, well, you know, but I, I bet it was a fucking enthusiastic eighty. Well, and see, well, the thing I thought was the most the, for me the most fun the most fun was uh, about half the audience because we did. Uh, Phil Thompson, my my classic rock DJ, dressed up as Nigel Tufnell, and oh, we God, did right. we we did I know and we and he he looked so fucking good, um, and his British accent is terrible, but it was still funny. Yeah, but yeah, we yeah, did yeah. like yeah. before the movie started, we did some giveaways. We he he did a trivia contest, mm-hmm. and so we gave we gave away tickets to some shows. Burt Kreiser, you know, some some stuff here in town that I had tickets for. And uh, and what was funny was about half the audience had never seen the movie. This was their uh, first time seeing it. And yeah. afterwards, first of all, the woman that runs the Orpheum afterwards, she looked at me and she said, I don't think I've ever seen an audience have more fun. And they do this every fucking week. I mean, they do this kind of stuff. They do concerts. Everything. She right. said, I don't think I've ever seen an audience have because that those 80 the laughter filled that fucking place. I mean, people Sweet. were screaming with laughter, having so much fun. And uh, there's, some, there, there's something about it too, where like I feel like if Spinal Tap themselves showed up to the Orpheum, yeah, there would only be eighty people. Eighty people, yeah. <laughs> Rock it the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> the thing, the thing that I thought was really interesting, and I didn't think about it until about halfway through the movie. But right. okay, so I'm seeing the movie now. And it's the probably the second time I've seen it on a big screen. Okay. Well, the first time I saw it on a big screen, I was a senior in high school. Mm-hmm. And I saw it in Wichita, Kansas. Oh wow! So wow. I, it you know it's like that's a straight that was like a very kind of a crazy bookend. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I, you know, that's kind of that's kind of fucking cool. I kind of like yeah. that. That was kind of fun. Um, the thing I love, you know, I'd say, there's a million things I love about this movie. First of all, you're right. I think you're dead on right. The music in this movie is just. Not only is it great music, not that's the thing. It's a not only is it great music, but the fucking lyrics are so motherfucking funny. Yeah, big yeah, big bottoms is one of the funniest. Goddamn, I mean, it's just it's (laughs) it's just filthy, stupid poetry. I love it. I met her on Sunday. Twas my lucky Monday. You know what I mean.
I mean, great. Fucking it's great, it's man. it's brilliant. Stonehenge. The, the opening, thing is opening to stone. See, this thing is everybody remembers the little tiny Stonehenge, and that yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, his opening as he's explaining with the yeah, 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 yeah. it is oh, God, that by dude. itself is so goddamn funny just by itself. It didn't even need the music, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, just opening. Hundreds of years before the dawn of history lived an ancient race of people, the Druids. No one knows who they were. what they were doing, but their legacy remains hewn into the living rock of Stone Age. What is the song? What is the song where Harry Shearer is stuck in the fucking pod? Oh the God! Whole time? Like, yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, it's just like the the writing of the lyrics, the staging of it all is fucking brilliant. Um, look, I know that these guys work. You know, I mean, the, you know, the, the history with Christopher Guest and all of yeah. this, like it's all improv, quote unquote, right? And that's great. Like, but it's improv based on like an outline in a lot of ways. Yeah, it's a, it's a character. It's a character outline. Obviously, they wrote the fucking music and the songs before yeah, they ever well, started well, filming the movie. Yeah. You know, um, I think some of this is based. I mean, I think Nigel, I think Christopher Guest's character, uh, appeared previously uh, in a couple of different things. Before. That sounds about right. Yeah, right? I don't know. I don't know, but I like. I like that. That makes complete I, sense. Let me. Yeah. Let me pull that up I, there were a couple of things that i saw i mean i may not be able to find it right now so please fill the time but like there were there were a couple of places where i saw that um and what is the what is the what is the uh the group when they sang that song in the 60s when they're doing the beatles kind of kind of uh riff? oh the 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 song yeah but they that's they the flower people but they're called a different oh. band at that point. Yeah, There's, yeah, they were. Well, they had the country, the countrymen, or something. Well, they started. Like, they started. They started as the originals. You were right. They realized, and then they realized that there was somebody else called the originals, so they decided yeah. to call themselves the new originals. The new originals. And, right. and the originals right. changed their name, and they couldn't just <laughs> fucking right. talk a little bit about the history of the group. I understand, Nigel, you and David originally started the band uh, back in when was it? Nineteen sixty-four. Well, before that, we were in different groups. I was in a group called The Creatures, which was a skiffle group. I was a lovely lads. Yeah. And then we looked at each other and said, so well, look, we might as not? well join up, you know. And uh, So we became uh, the originals. Right. And uh, we had to change our name, actually. Well, there's, yeah. a, there's another group in the East End called The Originals. And uh, we had to rename ourselves. And the new Originals. New Originals. Yeah. And then uh, 
they became the regulars. They changed their name back to the regulars, and we thought, well, we could we could go back to the originals about what's the point. We became the Thamesmen at that point. Stop wasting my time. The fucking shit is so here's the thing. And I, I read this and I thought yeah. I, I didn't do that much research on it just because I, I the, the research I did was, was this a fucking independent film? <sighs> Fair enough. One of the things I thought was really interesting was I read that uh, that that this was initially I, they didn't say whose idea it was, but basically Rob Reiner and uh, Christopher Guest and Michael McKean and Harry Shearer, they basically got together and they ended up getting somebody and I, I did some 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 company, independent company gave them 60 grand to write it. Mm-hmm. And so they they all sat down and really, basically, it was just four of the funniest human beings on the planet at the time riffing and coming up with bits and coming up with moments and marble s- marble arch productions gave them there you go. grand to write the screenplay yeah yeah and then they couldn't get anybody to buy the screenplay and then norman lear financed it which if for those of you uh, that are maybe a little younger uh, norman lear big was TV, the, the, he, he created all in the family mod uh good times uh the jeffersons i mean he was the king of of not just comedy but really biting social commentary as comedy exactly yeah he was he was a genius he was a genius yeah and so it was really you know it was really nice to i didn't have any idea that was the case but i was really i'm finding and this is a total departure, but I, I just want to point it out. Was yeah. I was watching? I was watching this documentary called the Center the Center Seat. I think it's all about the history of all of Star Trek. Oh yeah, you've seen this previously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of the things yeah. I did not know. Yeah, okay. That one of the things I did not know is that Lucille Ball was the one who financed Star, Star Trek. Trek. Yeah, you know, and it's like okay, that's crazy. And then you find it. Norman Lear financed this as Spinal Tap, another amazing like it a forever it's a forever film yeah it's forever music and i've just never seen anything that just consistently i mean i can think of a couple but the, the this movie i've seen it dozens of times over mm-hmm. time in my life i have seen it dozens of times i had that vinyl album um and <laughs> oh. and 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 the thing that kills me is it never stops making me laugh. Yeah. It, it, and I think, like I said, I think part of it is they just have such ridiculous, these ridiculous scenarios and these lines that they say, that's one of the things. And I, and I, you know, there's not a lot of like uh, acting awards that are given out to comedians. That doesn't really happen very often. Right. But yeah. one of the things I think that makes this goddamn thing work so well is you know you know that's that sketch comedy thing where there's kind of a wink in fact mm-hmm. at this point at this point anything taika with td does has oh, this God. obnoxious yeah. wink yeah. in my face and i can't yeah. it's not funny to me because too, too, too much he knows how it. Yeah, yeah he knows how okay. fucking funny it is it's jimmy yeah. fallon cracking up on, on mm-hmm. that well what i love about these guys is harry shearer 
just as so dead, just as deadpan as you can saying you can't really dust for vomit. I mean, yeah, that it's, is it's the it is it's commitment. So funny. It's so it's committed. The, it's the commitment to character. Yeah, it is. It is like, you know, I mean, you took acting class. I've taken acting classes. It's it. it is the commitment to act as if it's the commitment to uh, acting under given circumstances. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 it and it's not, you know, the beauty. I remember, when, you know, when I studied with you, you know, it's it's this thing of like when you're trying to be funny. You're probably gonna fucking fail at being. You're gonna funny. suck it, yeah. But the 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 fact, I mean, it's Leslie Nielsen in Airplane for Christ's sake. Yeah. Like they took one of the most straight laced fucking white bread actors ever and put him in a fucking comedy and told him, just do what you always play it do. straight, play and it straight. Fucking hilarious, and that's yeah. why that's why these guys work. And I yeah. know that they, I know that they know that they're funny. I know that they know that they're trying to make a comedy film, but never, like you're saying, never do I feel that they're winking at each other or the fucking audience, ever. It's that fucking commitment. And so just a little bit of background, just to go back a little bit. So Michael McKean and Christopher Guest met while they were in college in the late 60s in New York. Uh, they, they were musicians already. They, you know, tinkered around and fucking played shit. And um, they worked with Harry Shearer and Rob Reiner on a TV pilot in 78 for a sketch comedy show called The TV Show. Okay. That featured a parody rock band called Spinal Tap. That's awesome. Okay. That's during good. Production, during production of the sketch, um, uh, 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 McKean and Guest began to improvise, inventing characters that became St. Hubbins and Nigel Tufnell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Christopher, Christopher I just Gass, hear the names that I left. Oh no, it's ridiculous. Uh, Christopher Guest had previously played guitar under the name Nigel Tufnell on Michael McKean and David Lander's album Lenny and the Squig Tones. Okay, based yeah, on I'm, the yeah. and Shirley fucking character. Yeah, yeah. Right? So I mean, it's all it's all in that kind of comedy family, that TV show family, um, that all of this kind of came out. Um, and it's it's uh, you know it's brilliant. It it's kind of like it's it's kind of like learning how um, what was it called that the, all the Animal House uh, 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 SNL people came out of was it the Lemmings? Yeah, like the Lemmings. Stage, yeah, that was a stage well, it was, show. It was a show York, called Lemmings. Like, yeah, yeah, Lemmings. Okay, yeah, yeah, but it was a stage. But it was a stage. Yeah, yeah it was. You know, yeah, they all. Yeah. So it's kind of like learning about like, and that's what I love about this shit, like learning where all of these people kind of came from and how they knew each other and how they got together and how they started creating. And they they really gave us like, I don't think, you know, and, and based on some of the selections that that you, you made, um, this is not the first kind of rockumentary, mockumentary kind of thing that we I actually... I actually changed. Uh, well, oh, you fucker! So, did you? Really? I did. I changed. I the one, it's fine. It's fine. One it's of them was I actually didn't. Even, but yeah, I, which I never even heard of. But I was. Oh, it's. Yeah, oh, I was. Funny. I was reading. I was reading about it. And I was like, well, holy shit! I thought Spinal Tap was like kind of the first one, and clearly it was not. The um, Python guys did it first. Yeah. Oh, did they really? The Python guys did it first. Yeah, yeah that well, was the well, Ruddles. The Ruddles. Oh, yeah, okay, the okay, Ruddles, okay, okay. The Ruddles was Eric Idle and Michael Palin. But that still included Bill Murray and some American yes. guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, I got it. I got it. Okay, all right. So, yeah. So, I, you know, for me, 
this was kind of the 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 kind of uh entree into um the, uh, 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 fully improvised film yeah yeah and 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 more importantly the comedic i mean the mockumentary yeah yeah because yeah. and 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 you can also oh, and i just yeah, about this documentary yes yeah, yeah. yeah something like this is the precursor to the office both of them oh dude 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 you know i mean the fucking the fucking the fucking seth rogan crew they owe everything to these guys yeah the yeah different, the different the difference being these guys are fucking smarter they're yeah. way more fucking talented I just musically, if oh, you, can, God. you can write, play all of that, you're you're so much fucking better. Yeah. Like they owe everything to these fucking. Yeah, it, there's there's so much. All right, real quick, Ugh. not to shit up Seth Rogen again. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah we we can do that. All right, Sorry. top top three favorite moments of this film. Oh my God. Um. Uh, well, one of them is the running gag of the uh, cold sore, which actually the, ex <laughs> the explanation of which the explanation of which got cut from the film. Yes, it did. There's footage out there about the explanation of the film. They end up they, they, they all they all <laughs> progressively through, for for anyone who oh, hasn't seen it, please go watch God it. But like, damn it, it's so funny. Each each and it's so each, subtle. Each, it's so subtle, but so oh, it's so subtle. It's and I think that's why ultimately they cut it because it's way funnier without knowing why, without it's any just, explanation. And exactly. it's funny because like one guy gets it, and then simply <laughs> you see like what the fuck is going on? Like, yeah, the explanation being um, they had an opening act whose uh, uh, female uh, a woman uh, singer was very promiscuous, and then yeah. ended up like getting with every one of the guys in the yeah. final tap. So they all got a fucking cold sore, but like that is that's fucking hilarious. Um, uh, uh, yeah. Um, uh, uh, big, big, big bottom is fuck the lyrics. Big bottom is yeah, and I agree with it. Big bottom Dude, is it's just the is, best song. That is a fucking banger. That is a jam. It's one of the to this funniest. It's, it's one of the funniest so, songs I've ever it's heard. So good. It's so good. And then um, eleven. Yeah, yeah. eleven. Top to uh, you know what we use on stage, but it's very. Very special because if you can see, yeah, the numbers all go to eleven. Look right across the board, oh. eleven, oh, eleven, and most of eleven, the and then amps go up to ten. Exactly. Does that mean it's louder? Is it any louder? Well, it's one louder, isn't it? It's not ten. You see, most most blokes are going to be playing at ten. You're on ten here, all the way up, all the way up, yeah. all the way up. You're on ten on your guitar. Where mm. can you go from there? Where? I don't know. Nowhere, exactly. What we do is if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? I put it up to 11. 11, exactly. One louder. Why don't you just make 10 louder and make 10 be the top number and make that a little louder? These go to 11. Yeah, I, it's, like, I, it's, I, fucking, it's that's fucking iconic. iconic. Yeah. It, it, so much so that every single movie on IMDb is rated out of 10, except for... <laughs> Spinal Tap. Yeah. Spinal Tap is rated to rated. 11. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, it's, brilliant. it's brilliant. It's brilliant. It's a brilliant. It's, it's brilliant. Yeah. My favorite yeah. moments. My favorite. Moments. Yeah. I think, I think my number one favorite moment is Lick My Love Pump. It's pretty. Yeah, I like it. Just been fooling about with it for a few months now. Very delicate. So, 
It's a bit of a departure from the kind of thing you normally play. Yeah, well, it's part of a, uh, a trilogy, really, a musical trilogy that I'm doing in D minor, which I always find is really the saddest of all keys, really. I don't know why, but it makes people weep instantly to play a... It's a horn part. It's very pretty. You know, just simple lines intertwining. You know, very much like I'm really influenced by Mozart and Bach, and it's sort of in between, though. It's really, it's like a Mach piece, really. It's, what do you call this? Well, this piece is called uh, Lick My Love Pump. Literally just is so funny to me, and I know it's coming, and yeah. I, and I, I, I mean, I can say it when he says it, and I still feel like somebody just hit me over the head with a fucking slapstick. It just yeah. kills me every yeah. time. Um, I, I love, uh, I love Harry Shearer, uh, with his cucumber. Oh God. Oh God. Yeah. 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 That yeah. Yeah. is just fucking is, wild. But, again, yeah. again, what I love about that scene, and it just says so much about how fucking good Harry Shearer is. I'm lukewarm. <laughs> fucking love that line too but is 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 that he knows what's setting this thing up he knows there's no question oh when he pulls the keys out and he goes oh it's the, the zipper and <laughs> shit he knows exactly what's setting it off he does mm -hmm. not give it away until finally they're just not gonna let him go but he's fucking just right. and, and he he didn't make a big deal he just kind of zips it, no, just pulls like, it out right. and rips off right. the the foil and throws it down <laughs> It's just so fucking funny. It's just yeah. so funny. And then, <laughs> honest, honestly, and this isn't even a laugh moment, but it is one of my favorite moments in this. It, it just, it, it, and it's supposed to be a feel-good moment, is when they've broken up. And Nigel shows up to say that, hey, uh, we got to, we got to, we, you know, we're number six in Japan or whatever it is. <laughs> and, and they're on stage and they're playing and they're playing without Nigel. And then David St. Hobbins gives him the, the head, get up here, get up uh, here. And, and, and then they're up there and that trans, like you see that they're back and the friendship is solidified. Mm. Uh -huh. They're back doing it. And then the very next shot is them in Japan. I swear to God, that is, <laughs> it is just a triumph. It is like the triumph yeah. of these fucking morons who happen to be super talented, but dumb as a fucking that, bucket of hair. And they still, because they believe so heavily in rock and roll that right. they are going to achieve and they'll do it anywhere, anytime. I love that. Well, and it doesn't work without the friendship, the camaraderie that these guys developed over the years as people. You know, there was something when I was at Steppenwolf, um, I, I, you know, I took a, a like a three month, like an intensive, you know, fucking school at Steppenwolf with people. And I, I talked to Rondi Reed, who's one of the original members. She's an Illinois State uh, alumni, which I graduated from Illinois State. So we got on, became kind of uh, friend, friendly. I wouldn't call us friends, but um, I was talking to her about things and she said, you know, and it's just always stuck with me. She's like, you know, I can, I can, I, I hope I can act with anybody. I hope I can develop a relationship and make it believable on stage with anybody. But there's nothing like walking up on stage with Judith Ivy or or Lori Metcalf, who I've known for 20 or 30 years at this point. It's an instant relationship, regardless, mother, daughter, sisters, cousins, best friends, 
uh, 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 fucking uh, there's a there's a whatever there's the fuck a built-in chemistry. A, yeah, instant an instant relationship with us where we could fucking do anything. And these guys have that in spades in this film. I think Christopher Guest uh, is an amazing. Uh, 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 I'm assuming I, I didn't find this in my research. I'm assuming he was instrumental in putting all of these people together. Um, not you know what I mean. I, I don't think it was a matter of like he's, he's that kind of inner cap. Yeah, no, whatever. No, he's the he's kind of that guy. Together, yeah, right, yeah, right. So he's he's a fucking master. All of his subsequent mockumentaries, uh, "Waiting for Guffman," "Best in Show," "Mighty Wind." Uh, what is the, the the one of the I can't remember the last one with Purim, where they had the they did the oh. This, can't remember the last one. I, I can't don't remember. remember it. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't like it. Yeah, it's, but anyway, it's not, he's. I think. I think a mighty wind is one of this. It is one of the sweetest. It's great. It's, it's funny. So beautiful. It's fall it's down so funny. It's so fall down funny. The music is so goddamn oh good. God. But that and funny. it's so yeah. fucking sweet. That's Jesus between, right. between Catherine O'Hara and Eugene. That's Levy. just so that whole relationship. Is oh, like, that just, that through line through that is just it's just the most beautiful. Are they gonna kiss? Are they gonna? It's oh, just. Yeah, it's just yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're just geniuses, and yeah. uh, it's amazing, and, I, you know. And I and I don't know that that happens without the kind of relationship that the and that what the, and again, kind of like with swingers, right? This movie really put these guys on the fucking map. Oh, absolutely, huge, yeah. huge, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Not to say they wouldn't have gotten there some other way. Yeah, but, but, but this fucking this did flavors it. you love, assorted drinks, your favorite beverages, hot coffee. I think I think I'll go with the earlier one first, and then I'll I don't know I have to I haven't thought of I gotta start thinking of what the triple feature would be if I was charging people to watch it. Um, yeah, yeah, that's always how I think of it. Is like yeah, I gotta yeah yeah. Um, well, the I'll just go. The first one is um, it's from 2016. It's called Pop Star. Never stop stopping. Yeah, and it's um, it's I think it's the Lonely Island guys, right? They were yeah, big, yeah. Uh, Stan, they were big. Sandberg. They were big. Sandberg and and yeah, they were big um uh like kind of viral video guys for SNL. Yeah, well, I think they did Dick in a Box, didn't they? They did Dick Justin in a Box, Timberlake. Timberlake. They did. Yeah, yeah. They did. Um, I, I I just had sex. Oh my god! And I'm on a boat. I mean, they're yeah, yeah the boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're just very very funny. They they write really good music. What's yeah. the one? What's what's my favorite? Oh, jizz in my pants. That one is my favorite of theirs. See, I'll be I'll be honest with you. I don't even really know because I stopped. I haven't because it's so it's so it's so European like rap. It's okay. it's just brilliant. It's, it's, I just you gotta I, you gotta you gotta when you get a chance the next chance get on YouTube just yeah. just type in jizz in my pants. Okay. I'm telling you, you will shit yourself. You'll laugh so hard. It's so stupid and so funny. I just came across this one night, and I was like, it was one of those things where like when you're flipping through and the yeah. the, the trailer just starts playing. I don't know uh -huh. if it's Netflix or I don't know what other. Yeah, Netflix does it. Yeah, but like Netflix you know, and it. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And I just put it on because I was like, "I I don't know what else to watch. I'll just leave this on," and it was surprisingly it's funny, really fucking funny. It yeah, it's really and, funny. And and kind of like you were talking about with um, you know, Nigel at the end of of, of Spinal Tap. There's kind of like a full circle thing where they kind of same thing. They start together. They do this thing. They go through the process. 
they eventually kind of uh, break up as a kind of like pseudo boy band act and then kind of, you know, come back together at the end. Um, and it was, it was really funny. And at the end, kind of like fucking heartwarming. I was like, it's a little heartwarming. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not expecting that from this fucking movie. So yeah. Yeah. And just in terms of the mockumentary style, I mean, yes, they owe everything to fucking Spinal Tap. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They do it. They do it really fucking well. They're just as committed, um, to the characters, to the comedy, um, to each other, you know, I, I think it's really great. And then um, my second choice, it, it's not, it's not in the uh, uh, mockumentary style, but it is a, a, a feature film about uh, a fake band that I think is is <sighs> fuck man. It's it's a really really it's a good great fucking yeah. film. Not even just yeah. a movie. It's a great fucking. It's a film. great film. Almost famous from 2000, directed, yeah. written, written, directed, produced by Cameron fucking Crow. It's got a solid fucking cast. The music is fucking gorgeous. The acting is 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 just outstanding. Um, yeah, it's a hell of an ensemble. I, I yeah, I love this movie. Uh, Mary Lynn loves this movie. It's a we great movie. It together, I want to say like a year or two ago, we watched it. It's been a while. We have to revisit it, but um, it was on, and she's like, I'll. I'll watch it. Do you want to watch that? And I'm like, fuck yeah, I'll watch that. So fuck we yeah. It. We had never watched it together. And we watched it. And it's like, there are times where you're fucking laughing. There are times where you're crying. Yeah. Like, it's it's just a great fucking movie, period. Yeah. I agree. I completely agree. So what order would you watch them in? Um, yeah, I would go. Uh I would probably go. Uh, 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 pop star first, almost famous second, and then you know the people sticking around from ten to midnight. Yeah, fucking spinal. They get they, yeah, yeah. Spinal tap's got to be the see. You this, stick it, around. You stick around. You get spinal tap. You get spinal That's tap. Works. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. right. My I, I originally had the ruddles. I changed it because uh, I because I, I love that. But yeah, yeah, I yeah. I realized I realized there's another movie that sort of got that kind of thing that that makes me again the ruddles i can watch it and i can go wow that's really funny yeah eurovision song contest the story of fire saga from 2020 with will ferrell and rachel mcadams is one of the fucking funniest things i have ever seen on film it's aspiring musicians lars and sigrid are given the opportunity of a lifetime to represent their country at the world's biggest song competition, which, by the way, the Eurovision Song Contest is a real thing. It's a big thing, yeah. It's a this thing. is a real fucking thing. Yeah, yeah. They finally yeah. have a chance to prove that any dream worth having is a dream worth fighting for. And I, it, it, it is, I think Will Ferrell is as funny in this movie as anything I've ever seen him in. And I, I just think, and, 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 and Rachel McAdams is equally really yeah. fucking funny. It is, and the music again it's a very specific sort of genre of music that's what i like sure, about it it's sure. the very very limited genre of this these overblown the best way i can explain it is imagine if every song was stonehenge okay because that because it's all these super overblown like it's the story epic, epic. the fire saga yeah, 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 these, yeah. All these viking and all this shit oh, and God. it is really really funny um okay. I love it. Oh, um, and I would, and I, well, I, I highly recommend it because it'll make you yeah. laugh your ass off. Um, right. um, 
the second one, and I can't decide if I want this to come before or after. I think, I think I would make this the last. I think this would be the last film of the three. I think I'd start with Eurovision just to get you giggling. Then you go Spinal mm-hmm. Tap because it's, and then 2008 Anvil, the story of Anvil. It is an actual documentary. Right. It's not a mockumentary. It's an no. actual documentary. It is a, it's, it's, it's about a struggling Canadian heavy metal band named Anvil that apparently, and they have, testimonials at the beginning influenced a generation of metal bands including metallica anthrax and guns and roses these were the original guys these were the actual band and you join them they've kind of they're, they're kind of uh they failed you know and like the lead singer is like a postman you know and they're all they're, they're middle-aged and they're not doing anything and it it, the documentary is is about them like wanting to keep rocking and like finding a way to keep rocking and remarkably knowing for a fact that first of all spinal tap was in 84 uh-huh. and this was made in 2008 so there is no way that spinal tap got anything from them but no. these guys are actually real people and it really yeah. happened this is this is real life we have a hallway moment where they get lost and they end up finding success at the end of the documentary wow. playing in Japan. Well, okay. it's fucking crazy. That's bizarre. Cause these That's are the bizarre. real guys. I mean, it's sort of like uh, spinal tap is the, is the spoof of the, of the, but these are actually the real fucking, fucking guys. Four years earlier. Yeah. I'm telling um, you, it is, it is, it is bizarre. absolutely. And, and to me, it's I've just crazy. This it's one. crazy. I've heard of this one, and I think, uh, like Spinal Tap, I didn't watch this because I was like, "Yeah, I'm not in the heavy metal. I, I don't need they, to watch it." Dude, you got to watch this just because yeah. it's so. It is. It's it is wild. It, it sounds. It's like, real life Spinal Tap. Did you ever see, did you ever see? Did you ever see American movie? Yeah, yeah. With those two fucking guys who are yeah. making Col- Colvin. We're gonna make yeah. Colvin. <laughs> yeah because yeah 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 it sounds like that so yeah all right i yeah i'll have to i'll keep an eye out for fucking anvil it, wow. it is it's so the, bizarre the thing is this is what i thought was so funny about it. it it's so funny that you initially thought spinal tap was actually a documentary yeah and yeah. i when i saw anvil the without time, well hold on hold on hold on uh, without ever having seen yeah we, exactly with yeah. Yeah. okay okay yeah okay. Yeah, 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 yeah yeah no and i had never story, seen you know it's not yeah. i had okay. never seen anvil but anvil the way the title is spelled is anvil exclamation point the story right. of anvil and right. i thought when i saw this when it was on there i thought Oh, this is a spoof of Spinal Tap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, right, right. right. That's what I thought. It was like, this is a spoof of Spinal Tap. It's the same spot. Exactly. And, 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 and then to find out that they're actually, these are actually real people and they really are rock stars. It's just the fucking funniest thing. It's just uncanny. Fucking crazy. I love it. I love it. Yeah. All right. So So what are we going to talk about? Yeah, yeah. Next time, Mr. Independent Film. I know you mentioned that uh, no. the next two are gonna are gonna drop in October, and that is your favorite month. It is. It is my favorite. It is. It is Halloween movie month, ladies. Yes, and it is. And uh, I'm gonna go with a classic 
that I have not seen. What? Quite a while. Oh, okay. You've seen it. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, I've seen okay. it. Okay. I'm saying because it's called I like to watch, not like I hope I like no, to watch. I hope All I right. like to watch. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I am going to go with Sam Raimi's Evil Dead 2 Dead by Dawn. Now, I love this movie because it is fucking balls to the wall gore fest, but it is also a very funny movie. My original pick was going to be Texas Chainsaw, but I was like, you know what? I do like to watch that, but I don't know that everybody likes to watch that. I don't know that anyone gives a shit to tune in to hear us talk about that. It's a brutal fucking film. It's a great film, but it's a brutal film. Evil Dead 2, on the other hand, that it's just comedy. It, it's fucking it's, fun. It's gross it's and fun, fun, and it's a tour de force. Yeah, it's a tour de force. Fucking movie. Yeah, far out. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to that. That will be. I think that 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 will be a very. I think you'll like my pick uh, in October as well. Um, but I'm gonna do a movie. You goddamn right. It's sure. All right. Yeah, it's absolutely a horror film, of course, and it's an independent fucking horror film. And I did my fucking research. So (laughs) rock and roll. Love rock it. and roll and that is the show thanks for listening uh you know, if, you, if you like what we're doing uh give us a review that's that's what yeah, we like come on. other than that come on you know give, it, give us some stars give us some stars give us some stars my friend all right i'll, all see right, you I'll talk to you later see you at the pictures well, i suppose i could uh work in a shop of some kind or or do uh freelance uh selling of some sort of uh product you know a like, salesman you a think salesman you like Maybe in a uh, haberdasher, or maybe like a uh, um, a chapeau shop or something. You know, like, would you? What size do you wear, sir? And then you answer me. Uh, seven and a quarter. I think we have that. See something like that? I think yeah. I could do. Yeah. You think you'd be happy doing? No, something we're all out. Do you wear black? See that sort of thing. I think I could probably master up. Yeah. Do you think you'd be happy doing that? I don't know. What what are the hours?